Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome to all you federal employees out there. Welcome, welcome to this episode. This week, we are talking about the top three TSP mistakes I see all the time. And I know I talk about the top mistakes of federal employees and this and that. It's And I do that because I see it all the time. I see these big things that they do. It's like, oh man, if they knew this thing, if they knew this thing, they wouldn't make the mistake and they'd have dramatically better outcomes. So that's why I talk about mistakes. But for you guys, I will try in the future to make a video, a podcast, about the top three things federal employees do well, right? Just to kind of even the even the score. But for now, this week is on the top three TSP mistakes. And the first is not starting early enough, or not, not starting as early as they possibly can. Not everyone starts a federal job right away, but when it comes to investing, you need to start early to get incredible results. Time is the most powerful element. Some might say, hey, when I'm young, my career, my salary is lower than it will be. I'll just kind of live it up. I'll buy the nice car, I'll buy a nice watch, whatever. And then down the road, when my salary is higher, I'll invest more. I'll think about retirement. I'll push that down the road. But if you think that way, you are missing out on incredible, incredible gains in your retirement savings. This is the bottom line that time is more powerful now than in 10 years. It's dramatically more powerful. Let me give you an example. I have a handy dandel example right here for you about this. So, let's say someone's 35, okay? They've been with the Fed for 10 years, but they haven't invested. They say, hey, no, I'm going to wait until I'm 35. So, at 35, they start investing. They make 50 grand a year, okay? Let's say. And they decide, I'm going to invest 5% of my salary into the TSP, 5%. And that means that the TSP, the government, is going to match that as well. So, a total of 10% of their salary is gonna go into their TSP every month. So the numbers come out to this. They themselves are gonna put $208 into the TSP from their paycheck every month. Their agencies then gonna match that amount as well. So $208 a month, piece of cake, right? And then they do this for 30 years. So they work from age 35 to 65. 30 straight years, and they only contribute $208 a month that whole time, okay? They keep getting the match, but that's all they do. Their salary may increase, but they don't increase their investing. They do $208 a month for that time, okay? At the end, assuming a reasonable return, about 7.5%, 8% right in there, which is reasonable, assuming that percent return for the next 30 years, at the end of that time, they're gonna have a little over half a million dollars. So about $500,000, a little more, by investing during that time, okay? That's pretty good, it's okay, that's pretty good. Half, half a million dollars, cool. But let's change one element. You love it when I change the one element in the situation. Let's say, hey, let's say if he would've started doing that 10 years earlier. So instead of investing for 30 years, he actually invests for 40 years. So 10 more years, Okay, just a little bit more. Let's see what the numbers do when this change happens. So, he still invests just the $208 a month. That's it. 
that whole time. Doesn't increase, that whole time $208 a month. With that extra 10 years, he would not just have the half a million dollars he had before, he'd have $1.2 million for starting 10 years earlier. Now, he has more than double what he would have had by not even adding double the amount of years, right? Just by adding a little extra time now, a little extra maybe putting into your TSP, a little extra now, makes so much of a difference down the road. But the change you make in five years is not gonna be near as effective as the change you make today. Today, right? So that's mistake number one. Start as early as you can. It's powerful. Okay, <sighs> mistake number two, and that is not understanding the funds the G fund, the F fund, the C, S, and I fund, right? Those five funds. And I am not saying you have to be an expert in investing. I'm not saying you have to spend, you know, a whole year studying the funds, right? All I'm saying is get familiar with it enough so that you can make an educated decision on how to invest. I have talked to so many people that learn too late. They're like, oh, I didn't know. I wanted to be safe. I had everything in the G fund, but then 20 years later, they don't have any growth. They're like, man, if I would have known, if I would have known, right? Or maybe people are too aggressive, right? Maybe they're approaching retirement. And they're like, oh man, I, I was too aggressive. The stock market dropped right before retirement. And now my retirement savings is much lower when I need it, right? So just understanding the funds enough to make educated decisions. And I, there's no perfect way to invest for everyone. There's no perfect anything. You have to look at your situation and educate yourself on the funds, what there is, how to use them to get the best results for you. That's mistake number two, not understanding the funds and how to invest. Okay, the next, the, the mistake number three is panicking. Those federal employees that panic when the market comes down, they sell to the G fund and they do this, they do that, will not have as good a results as those that don't. Now people say, well, if things are going down, shouldn't I just move to the G fund? And the truth is, you could try to time the market. You could try, you say, hey, okay, I think it's going down, I'm gonna go to the G fund, then when it starts gonna come back again, I'll just invest more into the other funds. And that sounds great on paper, but in reality, actually pulling that off is incredibly difficult. There's no way to know when it's gonna go down and there's no way to know when it's gonna come up. And generally, the swings happen very quickly so that if you're not in there when it's happening, you're gonna miss it, bottom line. You can try, but even the pros, the pros that get paid to invest, that's all they do. They spend their days, nights, whatever, learning, drinking, doing, investing they cannot time the market. They don't even know when the next coronavirus, whatever is gonna hit and the market's gonna crash. They have no clue. You could try to time it and really you know, know exactly when things are gonna happen, but it's just not gonna work over time. You may get lucky once or twice, but by doing it over time, making one mistake, by not doing it perfectly once, you may lose out on years of returns by making that mistake. So my thing is, hey, you don't know when it's going to go up or down. You have to find a long-term strategy that works for you and stick to it. That's it. You will get so much more sleep at nights because you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to watch it. You just stick to your strategy and you forget about the rest. So those are the top three mistakes that feds make with their TSP. Number one, 
was not starting early enough. So if you have not started, start. If you have started, invest more now. As much as you can, invest more now. You will thank yourself forever. Number two, understanding the funds enough to make an educated investment decision. Number three, not panicking when it, the stock market drops. Those are the top three mistakes that I see all the time and by knowing them, hopefully you can check yourself, say, hey, I do not wanna make the classic mistakes that feds make, I want to do this instead. I want to be prepared, I want to know what I'm doing. So that is why I share this information so that you can better your outcomes in retirement and in your life. So I hope this is helpful and I will see you next week. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you wanna hear about, what you wanna learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.